0: Guess what, kids? Today we have Madeline Lorano filling in for Cheeseman. Cheeseman's actually sleeping off New Year's. I think he might have had a little bit too much to drink. Founder at Aptitude Research, Madeline has joined us on several occasions. She always brings the smoke when it comes to research, when it comes to new topics, really topics that we don't have a lot of information behind. She always brings the good stuff. And this, this is another one. It's entitled... Talent Acquisition Technology and the Modern Recruiter. Damn, Madeline, you're coming out of the barrel this year smoking hot. How's everything going?
1: Everything's going well. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited to be here and talk about this new research. I'm really excited about this report. It's a topic we've talked so much about, Chad, about the recruiter experience and how recruiters are just not necessarily given the resources they need within companies today
0: yeah yeah you're gonna have a lot of ears perk up on this one especially because we both know right now it's harder to find recruiters than it is it professionals or developers or what have you right you you were actually just talking about uh some information that shannon pritchett shared on linkedin hit the listeners with that
1: yeah shannon shared this blew my mind she shared that fourteen thousand job posting for recruiters in one day this week on LinkedIn. We're in a recruiter experience crisis right now.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to dig into that. So first and foremost, the title, first off, I read the title and you're like, hey, you're really going to like this. I read the title and I was like, am I really? And then- (laughs) Because I'm like, what exactly is the modern recruiter? So what do you mean by the modern recruiter?
1: Yeah, so the modern recruiter is recruiters, sourcers, people that are actually doing the work. I think so often, and I'm guilty of this too, I'll write research and we'll talk about topics in terms of TA leadership, HR leadership. These are the themes that we're thinking about. This report really looks at the people that are doing the work, which is the modern recruiter.
0: In the trenches, kids. So all right, we have... Uh, seven key findings in this report, but we're going to tease it out and only give you three because first and foremost, you need to read this. It's it's not incredibly lengthy, but it has a ton of good material. So the first one that I want to share that was one of my favorites that just jumped out off the page was recruiters will leave their job for better technology. Wait, this wasn't for higher wages, which they might, but still this was for better technology tell me about this.
1: Yeah, and you know, I think what's happening right now is we're seeing companies increase their TA tech budgets, mm-hmm. like spending so much on technology right now. And then what we found in the in the report is that there's a big disconnect between the technology that companies are buying that IT wants, that HR leadership wants, and the technology that recruiters actually want to you that make use that makes their job better, that makes their lives easier. Yeah. And there's a disconnect there and if recruiters aren't given the resources they need to deal with the volume they have to deal with, to deal with the stress that they have to deal with, yeah. they're going to find a job that gives them that technology.
0: I thought this was very poignant, and it, it obviously jumped out on the page. 58% of recruiters do not believe that leadership understands their role in the organization. And then you start digging deeper into those who were surveyed, and they were asked if they have more jobs to fill this year. I think it was versus last year, right? Correct. Correct. of recruiters agreed that they have more jobs to fill. Only 66% of TA leaders and HR leaders and only 20% of IT. The difference between strategy and the people who are actually in the trenches. So this to me uncovers a very serious disconnect in an organization. What about you?
1: Yeah, and I think we also asked like, um, we can't find enough quality talent this year. 73% of recruiters oh. and sources agreed with that. Yeah. 39% of HR leaders, TA leaders agreed, and only 10% of IT. To me, this is just a disconnect with understanding the recruiter experience and also validating that experience. You know, I'm not a psychologist, but you have yeah. to validate someone's experience. And we're asking the people doing the work to fill positions, to work longer hours, to work harder than they've worked before, yeah. but we don't validate that their job is so much harder than it was pre-COVID.
0: Well, how in the hell does IT even know how hard it is to, to find somebody to yeah. fill a position in the first place? Um, that, that to me feels like a, a lack of respect, to be quite frank, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and, and we talk about candidate experience, and we've been talking about candidate experience forever, And it has taken a priority over recruiter experience over the last shit decade or so. So you'd agreed with that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So we've created this real sterile, I think, technical flow term that we call experience to maneuver around the real human element during a pandemic. I think the psyche of workers has changed. They have changed dramatically. And the time and money companies are spending should be spending on caring, Caring about their humans and truly giving a shit. So you know the question is, will this impact your ability to attract and retain recruiters? And I, in the survey says, hell yeah, will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it that is what it's showing. It's showing the care aspect of it. And how can we focus on candidate care if we don't show recruiter care? Yeah. And we are not, you know, caring for our own employees. So I think it's, it's been really interesting. I mean, even going back to the IT point. Um, It is disrespect to not understand what recruiters do when we're tasking them with so much. But I think also, I don't think it's um, IT trying to be offensive in any way. I think it's they don't know. I think they genuinely don't know. And there's so much information out there of how TA can help inform IT of what the requirement should be and Hmm. speak IT's language, talk to IT in their terms. We have to do the same thing. We have to get IT to understand and speak recruiting language too. And we're, we're just not doing that.
0: To me, this is a total miss. It's a whiff from TA and HR leaders, because what they should be doing is helping the entire organization understand that the company doesn't exist. The widget The services, none of it exists without top talent being able to provide it. You can't develop a new product or maintain the code of a new product if you don't have individuals to be able to do that currently, right? So talent and talent acquisition, HR really need to stiffen their spine and they need to think more around the business and how they impact every single aspect of revenue. And that's that's what the C-suite cares about, right? That's what the CTO cares. If you talk about revenue, they're going to go, okay, well, the CRO is going to get involved. So now I have to get involved, right? So, I mean, do you think this is, we're finally getting a great awakening around not just, the candidates understanding that they are essential and they're necessary, but also an awakening of leadership to step the fuck up.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I, I hope it's going to continue because this is the situation that we're in. And if we don't have the right talent, finding the right talent, the business suffers. I mean, it's everything from not being able to staff campus events, either virtually or in person, yeah. to, to thinking about, you know, just your recruiters on the day to day doing their work to executive recruiting, mm-hmm. the whole, you know, every single aspect of the business suffers.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the next point, which I thought was interesting, kind of funny at the same time, because we're always seeing recruiters versus AI, right? But the next point is recruiters are embracing AI. And to me, that's the way it should always be in the first place. I think it was uh, Sean over at HiringSoft who first came up with kind of like the the Iron Man example. And I'm a Marvel geek. So that just kind of made sense to me that these two worlds actually belong together. And recruiters should be embracing AI to make them stronger, faster, better at what they do, more efficient in what they do but it seems like from your survey they get that now.
1: Yeah, I think they want AI to help them do their jobs in a more efficient way and I think they're embracing it. They're clearly embracing technology and it's interesting because I know that a lot of other people like Kevin Grossman have done this type of research but it shows the candidates also embrace AI. So candidates aren't saying we don't want it either. Recruiters yeah. aren't saying we don't want it. You know, I think this is this is coming. We yeah. can't We can't
0: say no. Well, and why would they? First and foremost, candidates, you know, we talk about experience, but also care. This is all about do we care? Do we give a shit as talent acquisition professionals? Do we care? Experience is kind of a sterile term. Do we care? That's more of a human term. Yeah, we should care, right? And if we do, then we want to ensure, especially as we scale, we're trying to touch thousands upon thousands of of candidates. We know that we can't do that from a human standpoint. And- Candidates don't want to go into a black hole. I think it was a, a, a SHRM study that was done a, a couple of years ago that actually said candidates were fine with right. getting hit with a chat bot. Right. That wasn't human because what's the alternative? Nothing. Black hole. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Right. So, yeah, yeah, to me, that's that. It's not as shocking as I think it will be for TA leaders.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. And I think, you know, I think we'll see companies embrace ai a little bit more hopefully a little more strategically over the over yeah. the next year.
0: So what kind of ai just between you me and the fence post. Uh, what kind of ai is your favorite ai do you think will be embraced more quickly just because it's part of the the easy flow and it will provide efficiencies quicker.
1: Yeah, I mean we've talked about this before but ai matching, I mean I think there's ai matching that's not done well and then there's <laughs> ai matching that that actually, you know, companies take a really strategic look at it. It's ethical AI. They're thinking um, and committed to it. And that, I mean, that improves the recruiter experience like nothing else. It's Mm -hmm. providing that efficiency. It's helping them understand talent in a more effective way, Um, reduce bias if it's done uh, using ethical AI. And I think that that definitely plays a role. And then I think the other The other piece we've talked about, too, is conversational AI, right? And when it's conversational AI, not just a chatbot, it's saying, can you help take on this work? Not we're just going to push the work off and save us time. It's going to take the work on for the recruiters so they actually can focus on other things and just improve their overall experience.
2: Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show.
0: Yeah, and I see a day in utopia land where, you know, a, a conversational AI chatbot actually engages with a candidate gets the information, can push it into a system where the matching engine actually takes place yeah. and then starts to make those matches in real time. Uh, and then again, we'll continue to not just flush them into a black hole, but allow them, the chat bot or text or whatever it is, we'll continue to keep them updated or where they're at in the funnel. If they don't get the job, Give them that, hey, I'm sorry you didn't get the job, but guess what? Here are two or three other jobs. Or would you like updates for new jobs, right? It's just those little subtle touches that really mean something and tell somebody that you care, right? And I think, I think recruiters are, are definitely starting to get it, or at least the quote-unquote modern recruiter is starting to get it.
1: Absolutely. I think that's exactly the right formula. It's You start with the conversational AI, create that engagement, create that conversation, use AI matching, and then feed right back into conversational AI so that you can continue to build that relationship and answer questions and engage candidates. And some companies are investing in both um, heavily. So I think, you know, if, if we can create that experience for recruiters, it's. A win-win.
0: Well, and then you have all that money that you spent on that database and caring for those candidates. Now you throw recruitment marketing automation into yeah. it so that it's constantly, you know, at least touching and 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 starting to ensure that those individuals don't feel like they've been left. Right. right. I mean there's just so right. much, so much great tech that's out there and opportunity that's out there that goes beyond the relic we know as an ATS.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So last but not least And this I think is amazing because I never would have ever thought that we would have heard recruiters talking about integration, but integration is, and I'm so glad that we are, but integration is a challenge. Tell me about that.
1: So this was so interesting to me too. And I almost missed it when I first did the analysis, I sort of kind of glanced over this and just let it be and then went back and I was like, wait a minute, recruiters and IT care more equally about integration. That's yeah. their that's their priority. And it makes sense, but the the goals are different, right? IT wants integration for what we know and how we've been talking about integration, which is you know making sure that you know these implementations work, that we're saving costs, we're saving saving money, the data is consistent, the experience is consistent. Recruiters want integration so that they can actually do their job and that they have a workflow that's consistent and doesn't require them to go in and out of different systems, yes. which they don't have any time to do. And if we can think about integration from that standpoint, we need to start asking different questions of our vendors.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I, the, I think the, the key word there is workflow workflow. We look at a workflow that we've had that we've always done it that way, but it was back when we started to actually take our paper process and make it digital. All we did was take it and, and whatever we were doing in paper, we just mimicked that in technology. We have, we've come so much further than that, where efficiencies and the availability to ensure that your recruiters are not doing those menial, pissy-ass tasks that nobody wants to do. Nobody should do. I mean, seriously, we just have a bot do it or have matching do it or what have you. But I think from an integration standpoint, every startup that I talk to, even every big core system that I talk to, one of our our biggest conversations is around integration because I don't know how many recruiters I talk to and they'll do a screen share and they have 25,000 freaking tabs open. It's like what are you what are you doing? Oh, that's just part of the workflow that we have. And it's like that would be maddening,
1: right? Right, right. And then you, I mean, you just don't get any work done that way. It's just it's not sustainable.
0: So, question, and this yeah. is to obviously all the recruiters and, and talent acquisition uh, who listen to the show as, as as well as as vendors. Do you believe that recruiters will be asking? Oh, during the during the interview, while they're being interviewed to prospectively come to this new company as a recruiter, what tech stack do you use?
1: Yeah, I think it's happening already in some, yeah? in some instances. And okay. I think for some recruiters they want to know, especially the sourcing tools, like are you using this, that, and the other? Um, and I think we're going to see it happen more and more. I mean, as recruiters start to learn to get comfortable with technology, as they start to expect it in their their day to day and in their workflow. Yeah, these are questions that they should be asking. I hope they. I hope they do. And I hope companies listen.
0: Well, here's a shot over those companies' bow. One third of new recruiters are looking for new jobs. Yeah, and this wasn't in the survey, but I'm willing to bet 99.9 percent of the recruiters that are out there today are being contacted by other, being poached by Absolutely. other companies. <laughs> so if you have a shitty process, you have a shitty workflow, and you don't even know how many wrecks your recruiters are managing versus what they were last year because you have less or their workloads worse um what are your thoughts on turnover for recruiters in the next six months
1: i think we're going to continue to see this crisis that we're we're seeing today yeah and companies are going to have to start to to pay attention validate that experience invest in the right technology and take it pretty seriously, it really is serious.
0: I think that's the biggest key. So according to the research, 67% of companies have increased their investment in TA Tech this year and 73% plan to increase their investment in 2022. What I'm saying, and I I wanna hear from you what you're saying, what I'm saying is a bunch of band-aids Right, you, they're buying point solutions to be able to layer over something as a band aid instead of what they should be doing. In, in my honest opinion, they should be blowing the entire process up and building it from ground zero. Yeah. Because first and foremost, what they've been doing is probably decades old and slow and non efficient. Secondly, it's it, they pro- they probably have so much redundancy right now that they could prospectively save money. I think the whole. Band-aid over band-aid over band-aid is something we've done for decades and it's going to implode. What what do you think?
1: I think a hundred percent. I think there's so much redundancy, and I think it's you get budget, you invest in something new, even though you might have something else, that's the same thing. Yeah. And what I thought was so interesting from this study is a third, only a third of recruiters are involved in technology selection decisions. So it's like you're you're have like 70% of companies investing in new technology yeah. next year they're not asking their recruiters to be involved in evaluating that technology or selecting that technology and they're going to be left with the band-aid approach or a bunch of technology that recruiters just don't want to use.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not sure, but I've always said that, you know, talent acquisition They can't be experts in everything. And there's so much that's happening today with regard to process, with regard to technology, with regard to compliance, with regard to diversity, equity, inclusion. So much that's going on today. Do you see a need for really more specialized individuals who focus on really imploding their current process and trying to help companies rebuild tech stacks?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, to have that in-house, like we've seen consultants do that and do a great job of doing that. We know some that that do a great job with that. Um, But to have someone in-house that can do that and really pay attention to what a company needs and not be afraid to just... You know, blow it all up and start afresh is yeah. amazing. What a fun job.
0: That would be a fun job. that would be that would that would be a fun job. So I, I don't know. if you're out there, I'm sure there are plenty of you who love the uh, to play in tech stacks, but definitely everybody who's out there, go to aptituderesearch.com. dot com. Yeah. And look for talent acquisition technology and the modern recruiter. This is Madeline Lerano. Madeline, tell us a little bit more. Where else can we find this? Where else can they find you to connect for not just this research, but for past research and for future research?
1: Awesome. So yeah, the report's on the website and it was sponsored by Hired Score. We're going to be promoting it for the whole month. Um, So you'll find us on social. My social's at Mad Tarquin on Twitter. Um, We're on LinkedIn. We're on on Twitter, Aptitude HCM. So lots of, we'll probably do some sneak peeks too at some future research as well.
0: Again, thanks so much for coming on. Take a look at that research. It's pretty eye-opening. It's amazing whether you are a recruiter, you're in TA leadership. If you're in IT leadership, take a look at this research, aptituderesearch.com. Thanks so much,
2: Madeline.
1: Thanks, Chad.
0: Excellent. We out.
1: Thank
2: you for listening to, what's it called? A podcast The Chad.